Welcome to the Money Making Women podcast with me, Ray Dodd. I'm a money and business coach who believes that you are absolutely capable of earning life-changing amounts of money. I also believe that doing so is not as straightforward as the internet makes out. If you're looking for a conversation that goes beyond pure manifestation and hustle and into the nuance and intersections of what it means to be a money-making woman, then this is the space for you. Welcome to, I think this is the sixth episode of my podcast, Money Making Women. I record these live on Facebook uh, most Wednesdays and then they're put onto Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the other bits. Um, And so you can find me here if you want to catch me live because then you can ask me questions and stuff. Make sure you sign up on my page to be notified when I'm live. There might even be a little bit allowing you to do that now. So let's talk about what I want to talk about today. I'm quite excited about this topic. It is no secret that fear holds us back in business. For those of you that are watching, I'm sure that, like, you know, the fact that you're following me, it's very unusual for, for anyone to go, no, I've never been scared in my business. Totally fine. And in fact, you know, it's very normal and right in lots of ways. Like if you're pushing yourself, if you are trying things that, you know, you suspect will make you happy that you suspect you could do really well of course you're going to feel scared unless you stick to the same thing all your life which can be super boring then um you are going to feel scared at some points you are going to feel um that fear but I would say that women do feel it more acutely than many um than than many men not all men but many men So in other episodes, I've gone into why we feel that fear. There's lots of reasons. Most of them are either evolutionary reasons, basically just around the way our brains are wired for survival and societal in what we are created to expect from our lives, essentially what we are created to expect from our experience of the world, how we are not created to expect what we are conditioned to expect, how we are conditioned to show up and the ways in which we are conditioned to fear risk and to try to minimize risk in our in our realities essentially so the other place that these um that fear can come from is our childhoods obviously and our our experience of the world but those are also largely influenced by evolutionary factors and societal factors and cultural and you know familial all of those things but they all feed into that that one kind of um space So how many of you have found yourself in this fear state that comes up for you, afraid of the drop? So maybe things are starting to go well. Maybe it's starting to feel okay, And then you get scared that it's all going to fall away, that the ground is going to come from under your feet. How many of you have been scared of that? How many of you don't action things? because you are scared at some point it could all go away. Now, this can be really subconscious, I should say, like really subconscious. You might not even realise that. I often talk about, people often talk about being scared of failure and it's getting talked about more now, but often we can also be scared of success. We know that we can be scared of failure, but the fear of success is actually a big one as well. Like what, and, and I think on social media particularly, because it's that's the sort of thing of like, well, what if, Lots of people share what I'm going to, what I say. Like, what will that mean? What will it, what would it mean for me to make lots of money? And I go into this in, in much more detail in things like plenty, a bit in the free challenge, which is no longer available. Sorry, guys. But I do talk about this from time to time. But it does take some unpacking of your personal story. 
which is why I always encourage you all to like really dig into your money stories. When I'm imagining my future successful wealthy self, it does feel full of fear. Need to do some digging. Yeah, that's really, really common. So often when good things happen, we can find ourselves self-sabotaging or Gay Hendricks, who wrote The Big Leap, calls it upper limiting because what we are moving out of what is safe and familiar into a space that we don't know about. We don't know what's going to happen. And I always quote the, the Oprah thing where Oprah, no, Brené Brown says this. She, Brené Brown always says they're easily confused, aren't they? Um, Brené Brown always says that we are wired for connection. What Oprah always says is at the end of every interview, people always say to her, um, was that okay? And she says, that's because they're asking, did I connect? And one of the things that success can do or anything going well, or even just thinking about it going well, allowing ourselves the space to actually dream that could happen, allowing our imagination can go there, is that our bre- our safety brain can kick in and be like, well, we don't know that space. What if you disconnect with people? What if people judge you for it? What will all of that mean? So this is why anyone that did my free money challenge a few weeks ago will have seen that the first day's question was, what is it about not earning the money you desire that keeps you safe? So Fran said in the comments here, I'm scared of success. I'm scared of not being able to keep up with myself. Wow. I love the way you've said that. Um, Janet says, I get scared of success and scared of failure and its impact on the family. Yeah, both of those things, success and failure, how that could look for you. What we do in that situation, what Gay Hendricks says, is that we upper limit and we sabotage ourselves in order to bring ourselves back to our comfort zone. And that question, what is it about not earning the money you desire that keeps you safe? So Janet and Fran, what is it about not um, achieving whatever you define as success in in what you do? What is it about that that keeps you safe? And Janet said, you know, there could be an impact on my family. Some people will have burnt out in the past. So it's about health and uh, safety there, like not allowing that to happen again. Some people will see um, the way that wealthy people behave and they don't want to be part of that. They don't want to go into that world. They don't want to treat people badly. They don't want to become somebody that only thinks of themselves and only cares about material possessions. They don't want to become a Tory. (laughs) And they might just see all wealthy people as Tories. There's lots of different ways. Can you see how your brain could go, ooh, stay back. We've seen how this can go. We've seen this pattern ahead of you. Let's not do that. Let's not replicate that pattern. Let's stay with the pattern we know, the one we know that, you know, it doesn't feel good but we've lasted this long in it. So sometimes when I say that people go, but Ray, not earning money doesn't keep me safe. And I get that. I know that there can be um, a lack of safety there, but it's, it's not really about what's logical. It's about what your brain interprets it as. So for example, you know, you might know that you live in an area that's not great for your kids, but equally your brain is not about that kind of it it can't compute that kind of logical safety it's just about what it knows Lucy says I so have that not wanting to become a Tory (laughs) hey guess what guys the really nice thing is you get to decide you get to decide let's have lots of wealthy left-wing people shall we that's what I'm all about so that question is a really powerful one to ask yourself if you're not comfortable with the money but you can say how is not pursuing my idea of success how is that keeping me safe or how, what is it about not earning the money I desire, which is, which for many of us will be, on, will be beyond just pure safety money. Here's the thing. We need to stop acting like making money in your business is like winning the lottery. Now, 
bear with me on this because this sounds weird. But what I find often is people seem to think that they, they can do all this stuff in their business and try all these different things. But when the money actually comes, it's like pure chance. It's pure chance. Making money in your business doesn't happen by chance. <laughs> I'm just laughing at Lucy's comment. She says, I, I'm so left wing. I, I never would be, but they have tarnished wealth for me. Yep. I think it's one of the um, greatest things the right that, you know, the, the Tories or the right wing have done in disempowering the left is to tarnish wealth because it disempowers us so massively. It means that they've got resources that we can't access. It's very clever. I doubt it was conscious. I think for some people it was probably conscious. Making money in your business doesn't happen by chance. And yet I see so many people and, and hands up, I've done this over and over again, sweeping what we've done under the carpet as if we didn't do it, as if it just happened to, to us. I noticed a pattern in myself a few months ago now where on the first of the month, I would find myself panicking that I wasn't going to make enough money. Now I make between, normally it's it's around 20,000 a month. So when I was in that kind of like moving from 10 grand to 20 grand a month earlier this year, I would really find myself telling myself like, you know, God, how are you going to do it this month? Like, and I would find myself panicking on the first of the month that it was the middle of the month and I'd done nothing. Never mind the fact that I had repeat payments coming in. I just wasn't sitting down and looking at what number that led to. Never mind that I had things planned to launch. Never mind all these different things, but telling myself that as if every month I swept everything that had happened the month before aside. And never mind the fact as well that I have been making, well, I'm trying to think, ever since my business began, I've, I've made five grand a month plus, pretty much. Not completely, there was a build up, but pretty quickly within the first year. So I also have like evidence, and I know like this isn't going to be everyone's experience, but I just want to show you how extreme it can be, how we can have all the evidence and our brain is still telling us that it's no good. You can't, we well, won't be able to replicate that as if we just chanced it last time, as if we don't know what we're doing at all. We start afresh with every launch, with every month, with every season. It's if we've never actually achieved anything, acting like we're brand new and we're not. It's why it's actually a really good idea to write out things that you've achieved. Some people have like lists that they go back to. Like, remember when this happened? Remember when that happened? And when you find yourself in a place of like, oh, nothing good ever happens to me. I never get anything right. You can go back to that list. Have you ever noticed how when you achieve something, it's a fluke? So you have a month that you feel really proud of money wise. And then you find yourself going, oh, what if this is a fluke? Maybe it's probably a fluke. I'll never replicate it. How many of you have had that? It might not be a good sales month. It could be that you signed a client. It could be that you sold a certain product. It could be all sorts of different things. Maybe you got invited to speak on something. Maybe you got press coverage, but you tell yourself it's a fluke. So it goes well, it's a fluke. But when you fail, it's all your fault. Then you take 100% responsibility for what happened. Ah, because I'm no good at this. That's why. And yet when it goes well, it's not because you're good at it. It's just chance, like you won the lottery. I'm in tears, Ray, so needed this today. My brain has been telling me it was all a fluke. Your successes are all your fault too. And yes, there's privilege involved in that. I don't want to say like, you know, there is some luck involved. I used to say like, I didn't believe in luck. 
and I don't believe in luck, but I do believe in privilege. So yes, not everything you've done have you, we like any of us have done by scrappy determination because we all have privileges and some of those will put us ahead of other people in in some in some ways. However, we still have to show up. We still have to do, we still have to put those offers out there. We still have to keep at it. We still have to be determined and resilient and all of those things. Throughout our businesses, we are acquiring the skill of making money. And this is the skill that no one talks about, by the way. The title of today was the skill that no one's telling you about. Making money is a skill. And some of you have mastered the skill of consistent Instagramming in a way that I have not. And I might have have mastered, and I don't think I've completely mastered it because there's more space in that for me, but I may have mastered the skill of money making more than you. But just in the same way, and, and yes, society might look at that one and go, well, that makes her better. But does it? Because what, what do you think I'm doing about the fact that I haven't quite acquired, <laughs> and I can think of other ones, you know, rest is a skill I, some of you might be better at than me. Balancing time with your family, you might be better at than me. But I don't look at those skills and go, oh, I'm no good at that. And it's easier for me because my survival is not attached to it. But I want you guys to always ask yourselves with this when it comes back to the safety brain. Are you actually safe? Some of you won't be. And that is a different conversation. But I speak to many people who actually financially, their bills are always paid. They are okay. There's a roof over their heads. And even if that roof went, they have places to go. That's a very different position to people who are really, really struggling. And I think it's really important when we talk about privilege that we acknowledge that. We hold our worth so close to our businesses. This is what I have to make in order to be legitimate. You are building and practicing the skill of making money. You need to make space for that. And it's a hard one to define because it does look different to for different people. You know, if I could just put, I was thinking as I was writing it, wouldn't it be great if I could just create a course and maybe one day I will be so enlightened that I do do this. Who knows? That was called like the skill of making money. But in so many ways, it's so different. I do think it starts with unraveling this one particular part. And this is something that we talk about a lot in plenty. And that is actually the skill of receiving money. Now, if you think about what I've said about the upper limiting, what often happens is, you know, things start to go well, we start to get things happening in our business. And because it doesn't feel safe, we retreat. And what we do is we stop receiving money. We stop putting ourselves out there for things because we get scared for our own safety. I used to hear a lot, and I wrote a post on this a while ago, people used to say money loves momentum. And I thought they meant money loves doing. And I think maybe this person did. Money loves you doing. It loves you showing up over and over and over again. And that just feels exhausting to me. But one day I realized that actually it's the skill of allowing the money in it's a momentum of allowing as women often we have to work on that because we have been taught nothing but limiting ourselves and that is going to spill into how much money we think it's okay to have we tell ourselves that it's too much it's not for me I can't it wouldn't be ethical it would make me a Tory we have to create a momentum of allowing and we have to allow ourselves the space and grace to learn what the skill of making money looks like to us. And like I said, it's going to look really different for lots of you. 
I just got my brand new podcast in the top 10 in my category. That's amazing. And I coached this, but I had to acknowledge that success this week. That is amazing. Um, and then Rachel, yes, when you said the skill of making money, I'm like, hmm, yeah. I mean, everyone talks about, you know, how to create content, how to market yourself, PR skills, content creation skills, make writing courses, creating products, I'm trying to think of all the different other things, like all those different things. But no one's talking about the fact that making money is a skill. No one's making space for that. And we act like that's one that we should just have. Let me be really, really clear. You were not taught this skill at school. This was a skill passed out. It's a patriarchal skill. And so it was passed down from man to man. From fa- And patriarchy literally means passed down from father to son. It means you were ignored. And I love the way that the internet has made that so much more possible, not just for women, but people on the margins of all sorts of stuff. No one can tell us we can't show our faces. I coach on being an empowered CEO of your own business and praising yourself, recognizing successes. But it's so, you know, it's so classic that we teach often what we need to know. You know, I'm I'm saying this because the momentum of allowing stuff is key part of my business. It's a key part of why I've mastered the skill of making money. And something I'll often say, one of my favorite affirmations is I know how to make money. And for some of you, that's going to be a bit like, whoa, Ray, that's a lot. I don't feel like I know how to make money. But try out something like every day I am closer and closer to knowing how to make money or every day I get better and better at knowing how to make money or just at making money. Allow yourself to grow that skill. And that's why it's not like a lot the lottery. That's why we don't win the lottery when we get money. It didn't just happen. And more than that, when we fear that drop, what we know is we acquired a skill in our business. So let's say something happens. You did not make this money by fluke. You made it because you've learned a number of things. You're capable of a number of things. And that skill doesn't just go away. Money is not a finite thing that, come, that you know is there and then isn't there. Money flows. The lottery is a different example of that because it is like somebody just gives it to you. And I'm sure lots of you know the stat that I think it's within five years, 70% of lottery winners are broke. And I just read it earlier, a third of them declare bankruptcy because they haven't acquired a skill there. Whereas in business, it's completely different. We pivot and we really like, you know, I always describe it as like a boxing match. It's a bit violent for my kind of um, general brand. But it is that thing of like, you know, staying on your toes, looking at it from different perspectives. That's my impression of boxing, by the way. (laughs) So, and that's a really bad, not not a good thing for um, for explaining on a podcast. But I just did a weird like duck and dive, really terrible one. Rachel says that the lottery is like a tsunami, right? And I will let you know now, like as you go up levels in your business, if you have a big month, it can lead to a lot of fear. It really can. That's really, really normal. You hear lots of people who earn large amounts of money saying you reach the next income goal and a lot of feelings come up. And it's why this mindset work is, you know, I'm always working with um, coaches around money mindset for myself. So if you are interested in delving into this stuff and really, really opening yourself up to this momentum of allowing, figuring out the stories that are keeping you safe and stopping you living in a way that feels like you are truly able to be yourself, own your desires, own your ambition, have a look at plenty. If you have any questions, pop me a message, we can hop on a call, we can email and we can chat it through. 
but I would love to have as many of you as possible doing this work so that we can have lots more non-Tory um, people with plenty of money. Thank you for listening to this episode of Money Making Women. Please do go and leave us a review. They have a huge impact on getting podcasts like mine heard. I also wanted to let you know where you can find me. So if you want to find more of what I do, you can find me in my Facebook group, Money Making Women, or you can find me on Instagram. I'm Ray underscore Dodd. I really want to say a special thank you to Emily Crosby, who edits these for me, and I will see you for our next episode.